0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul.
1: And I'm Eric.
0: That's right. We're back with another week of uh, comic book stuff. Uh, our plan, at least the plan, if I were to draw it up like on a schedule, we probably would have done uh, The Batman this week, um, but we just haven't found a great opportunity to go to a theater yet. I think we might find one soon, so that might be on the docket Yeah. Um, for us to be able to do a Batman-themed episode and talk about that movie. That is coming soon. Um, but... In the meantime, we're going to cover some stuff that we uh for the same reason uh, when this movie came out, we didn't go see it cuz it was in the middle of the pandemic, but now that it's out there in the uh, in the wild, it was very easy for us to get our hands on it. Uh you probably figured it out from the title, but this is going to be a uh Carnage themed episode. Uh Venom and Carnage. Um although the book we read is mostly Carnage, very little Venom yeah, little until bit. the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which I did not know that there was actually. I guess I kind of. Oh, is
0: this your first uh, Flash Thompson a- Agent Venom? Okay, cool. And it was
1: my first Flash Thompson Venom. Right, that's Agent yeah. Venom. Okay, right. yeah, that, that's
0: his. whole So whenever thing. it's
1: Agent Venom, that's Flash Thompson. Yes. Okay.
0: Whenever it's like the military dude with all the Venom weapons, that's Flash I never Thompson, even yeah. knew
1: that Flash Thompson was like a military dude.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, he starts out as like a high school like yeah. rival of Peter's, but now they're all grown men. So okay. like, he ended up enlisting and then gotcha. went to special forces, and that's where his whole story started. Okay. And he like lost his legs. That's why he doesn't have legs in the beginning. That makes at the sense. End Okay. That, that the symbiote helps him like kind of like regain his limbs. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, the book. Uh, if you might you might have guessed it from the context that we're talking about, the book we're going to be reading today is uh, Carnage USA, uh, written by Zeb Wells with art by Clayton Crane. Uh, beautiful paintings by uh, Clayton Crane as he always does. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, great colors
0: yeah it's fantastic uh and then we're going to be talking about the movie uh venom there will be carnage which came out last year but let there be carnage uh is that what it's called
1: i think so uh
0: venom no way carnage <laughs> home from carnage at this point <laughs> it might as well be no carnage home uh yes
1: <laughs> no carnage at home
0: <laughs> we got it at mcdonald's we have carnage at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
1: let there be carnage
0: okay let there be carnage he says it in the movie, I should know. Yeah. They does. really have, they let there have their moment. Like, let there be carnage. There like the will be
1: car. I mean, <laughs> let there. <laughs> Wait, I got it wrong.
0: <laughs> Take two. Um, but yes, that's our plan for today uh, Again, it was a movie that we would have probably covered when it came out But it was in the middle of pandemics so We were like, eh, are we going to go to a theater to see There Will Be Carnage? Exactly, let There yeah. Be Carnage I won't, <laughs> be, I won't get that right Yeah,
1: I wasn't about to pay for that But it, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to What is it with me and this, all the Spider-Man
0: movies? I can't get their you names right Well, there's so many <laughs>
1: fucking variations No Way of it. Carnage, Carnage From Home uh, <laughs> Let There Be A Way Home <laughs> <laughs> Please, God <laughs>
0: I'm never going to get it right, so forgive me. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely fuck it up, too. <laughs>
0: Uh, but that is the plan for this week. Uh, because we were thinking of like we were go- like I said we were gonna do Batman, but then we were like uh, we don't really want to go see that yet, so we had to think of something on the last second. So
1: we gotta figure out what to read for that too.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, where are we gonna find a Batman comic? I
1: know. But, well, that's <laughs> that's a problem. There's too many choices. <laughs>
0: that's true, but there's a lot of good like one-off choices. So I think I think it'll be simple for us to find something. Yeah, um, I think we gotta find something either Riddler or Penguin themed for sure, or Catwoman themed.
1: Oh yeah, true.
0: Um, so any of those three would would fit the bill. Well, so that's well, and if you have a suggestion. What a great segue you've given me. Uh, If you have a suggestion for what we should read, wow, what a great place I have for you to put that. (laughs) Go to Twitter uh, over at Agents of Podcast and just... Put a little at symbol with that and then say, hey, <laughs> read this book. It's called this and read it, you assholes. And I'll look at it and be like, wow, you bullied me. But sure. <laughs> sure, I'll do that. If You're going to pull my arm. <laughs> if You're going to really be a jerk like that. I guess I'll do it. Um, but yeah, if you have a suggestion, by all means, feel free to hit us up there. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be a mainly Carnage themed episode, but with some venom sprinkled in, especially when we talk about the movie. Because yeah. Uh, to, and to be uh, to be complete here, if you want to go back, we did review the first Venom movie. We did that along with, I think it was Donny Cates, the first run of his uh, yeah, comic, the start of that one. Yeah, uh, we did that a, a while ago. Actually, that was yeah, one that of the like at least a year. One ago. of the first like ten episodes we did. I feel like. I think so. Yeah, it was um, definitely the first year. Yeah, so we did that movie. I hated it when we talked about it last I did, time. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was bad. I, I was, thought it was bad. I, was, I mean, We got a decent amount of flack for that. I was not a fan. I mean,
0: a lot of people like it, and I can I can see why people like it. It's yeah. not one of those things where I'm like, how exactly? Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I can see where people like it, but for me, I just got so bored. The first Venom movie was just so
0: like bad in a boring way. For exactly. Me. But I'll be, to be fair, before we get into it, spoilers for the end of the podcast. I what uh, turned around for the second one. They, oh, yeah. they made it. There was a lot more fun. Well,
1: they fixed one of the biggest mistakes, and that was having an interesting villain. Yeah, because there was. I mean, I guess. Like, part of the Antagony in the first one was, like, the whole carnage or Venom, like, being introduced. So, you didn't really need a flashy villain to carry it. But, yeah, the villain in the first one is just milquetoast as shit. I, I
0: agree with that. Um, and, yeah, so having Woody Harrelson be the villain, much better. Um, and then the Venom symbiote is much more enjoyable in this movie. Definitely. Because, like, it's uh, the Venom symbiote. They still have the same personality. And so, like, it's not, like, a change, a drastic change in character. But they let the symbiote be, like, their own, like, character. Like yeah. Like, the parts where they're separate from Eddie are great like yeah, i love yeah. those parts and yeah, it gave those them a, a, and they're still goofy in yeah. like a way that I wasn't initially on board with, but seeing them in this context with this kind of, this movie takes itself a little less seriously than the last one did.
1: Exactly. I feel like this one embraced the camp a little more yes. and just kind of went a little lo- more loose with it, where like I couldn't really get a grasp of where the line was in the first Venom. Yeah, the first one,
0: it, it was campy, but it always had its foot in the door. Exactly. Like it was yeah. trying to be a little it's serious. Like, no, this,
1: this shit is serious. Like, we need the, this is serious time.
0: Whereas this time, they took that foot out of the door and let it slam yeah, they behind slammed them. it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, fuck it, we're going for They were camp. just like, Woody Harrelson,
1: just. <laughs> Just go off. Just be yeah. the wackiest fucking shit house well, you can let's be. Let's let
0: the Venom symbiote just go to a masquerade party and rock out. Yeah, he's gonna go to a <laughs> rave
1: and just wear a bunch of glow necklaces yeah. and just party.
0: Uh, that yeah, that that scene was amazing. Oh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was amazing. Like seeing it in the trailer, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is strange, but like it, they really sold me. Like
1: that fit a lot more. Or like that way better fit the tone and actually, like, improve the movie than, say, like, the lobster tank scene in, in like, the middle of two very, quote-unquote, serious, like, well, yeah,
0: because the symbiote has a personality. They're like, you know, I'm different. I shouldn't be shamed for being different. I am who I am, and exactly. I'm proud of it. It was, a, it was like, oh, cool. I have a message here now. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of
1: universal storytelling.
0: Right. Uh But we'll get into it. That's that's a story we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is the plan. Uh, skip ahead. I leave timestamps in there. If you don't read comics, that's fine. Yeah, we'll talk about the movie later. Skip ahead if you like. But... For now, what we need to do is uh, talk about a little Carnage USA. This is a five-issue mini, like I said earlier, written by Zeb Wells and art by Clayton Crane. Um, Does he do the colors as well? Yes, he does. Uh, I suppose it'd be hard to do that for painting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could probably pull it off, but yeah. Just it's... do lines for painting. That would be interesting.
1: <laughs> well, you could you could uh, pencil the lines and then just paint over them. Oh,
0: I suppose. Yeah, if the colorist was a painter. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, Clayton Crane does all of the art here. We have uh, VCs uh, Clayton Cowles, uh, a couple Claytons, uh, as the letters. And we have... Um, that's pretty much the whole creative team, except for variant covers, but that's a whole other story. Um, this book... Uh, after I read it I realized was actually technically a sequel to another book that these two have done oh really This, this story stands alone very well but they have this creative team has written Carnage before okay they reference it like twice in this mini where like Carnage at one point is like oh last time you defeated me with the power of friendship that's not gonna happen this time
1: oh yeah yeah and
0: like like I said this work it like a lot of good comic books it works that could be fine referencing to a bunch of things Exactly yeah. that, when you're reading a comic and I see a thing like that I'm always like that could be referencing something from the fucking 60s I'm not going to look it up <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> And a lot of times it doesn't really matter Exactly Like it adds a little bit for the people that do know but like it's not vital Right like that context alone is what you need
0: like oh they fought before they did some weird shit to beat him makes yep. sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you've read it before you get to be like oh cool i remember that what a neat reference i know that thing yeah <laughs> so it's a win-win yeah so if you're if you want to read carnage usa you very much can read it by itself but there are other uh issues you can read with this creative team if you like it if i had to kind of wrap this up in a nutshell for those who don't want to go and read it just blindly the way i would describe this is it's not the like the deepest mini, it's not like the most compelling character building wise, but what it does do well, I think, is it's really good as like a um what's that uh, one horror anthology called that we like the new one? Uh, oh, um The Creep Show. Yeah. It's kind of like creep show or like scary stories to tell in the dark, where it's like a very short story, like with a very horror narrative. Like the theme Definitely. of this is horror. It's horror driven. All the way through, yeah, completely. Because it's completely carnage driven. And he's like a psychopathic serial killer. Yeah. So that's where we're gonna go with this completely. Oh yeah. Because Spider-Man's in it, but to be honest, he doesn't do a lot. No. <laughs>
1: he's he's got a fish out of water. It's in this funny because
0: they have Spider-Man be like the one Avenger who's like free, who's like and you'd think he'd be like the one on the outside, like really making a difference, and he's totally not. Yeah, it's like he
1: knows all the ins and <laughs> Out to this character like he's got this in the bag yeah no it's really all the <laughs> other
0: symbiotes who do everything um yeah. <laughs> but he, he's there certainly
1: to set the scene he, like i said it's like a, a short horror
0: anthology what this is about is it's about cletus cassidy carnage he uh goes to this small town of uh, doverton and basically takes it over you know ca- venomizes everyone carnageizes everyone
1: yeah it's like a meat town in colorado i like the first panel is like the population sign where it used to be like a thousand something and then they crossed out the last two numbers so it's only like 114 so like this is a dying town that's a
0: it's such a good panel to show you what this town is like just yeah. have like the pop because the population listed there is one thing like oh a thousand i guess that's not a lot cool let's move on yeah but then the fact that it's small enough where they cross out the number and congratulate the couple on their on their kid like everyone knows everyone yeah that's a great way to build the town and just like w- literally one panel exactly Uh so you already know what you're getting into uh, and it sets it up just to be, like, this, like, innocent town, and Carnage comes by very quickly and just starts, you know, venomizing everyone. Uh, there's some really horrific panels of, like, uh, this like this kid who's in the bathroom, and, like, the venom, or the, sorry, the Carnage symbiote comes out of the bathtub and just starts, like,
1: latching onto his Yeah, that his part skin. was horrifying. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> awful. It's like, and yeah, then, like. The dad comes home. He knows what's going on. It's in the water system. He's like, where's the kids? Where are they? He's don't like, oh, drink the water. He's taking yeah. a bath upstairs. It's like, no, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, and then he goes in there, and the kid's like becoming a vet, Carnage symbiote. He's like, "Daddy!" Yeah, it's horrifying. And then becomes a, a Carnage baby, and like attacks him. Yeah, the Carnage <laughs>
1: baby terrifies me. Yeah,
0: because it's because it, the Carnage baby is still screaming like, "Help me!" <laughs> it's really good uh, oh, for yeah.
1: horror reasons. reason. Yeah, this works very well as a horror book.
0: Um, because even though like because we cut away from that quickly to the Avengers. Yeah, and a lot of times, if uh, people who try to write horror comics within a superhero context. The context of the horror quickly just becomes a setting and not the actual theme. Yeah. It quickly just becomes like a Halloween party. Oh, now we're fighting skeleton pumpkin boys. Exactly. Because when you when you bring in superheroes, you, you you a lot of times lose a lot of the threat. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're here to do the punchies. We're bringing the thing, the lovable blue-eyed thing. Like, yeah. How, nothing's going to be scary anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do really well in this book is the Avengers assemble, but they only have like the B-team. Which, I mean, to be fair, that's still Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America. Okay, they have Hawkeye. Okay. Now it's, yeah. I get it now. Well, they still got Thing. Oh, they do have the Thing. That's yeah. fair. Uh, so so they're bringing in that team. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if this was the right era, but this seems like the uh, the Bendis Avengers era based on this team. The Brian Michael Bendis uh, You would know era. better than me. Because <laughs> uh, the Thing being on the team is weird, but I think that's why. But they bring them in, and, and like I said, it's done really well because they really don't put up any kind of a fight. Like they bring the thing because he's got this Sonic gun that that Reed made and like it does decent. Like yeah. that's why they brought him. should work. Uh, and, and it works for a little bit, but then Carnage ends up like, you know, taking over all the Avengers, which really they should just see this tactic coming a mile away at this point. Right. This is what happens in every crossover with Venom or Carnage.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, if like, you
0: bring in the Avengers, they're going to be, get symbiotes. Yeah. It's like that's guaranteed. That's
1: kind of just a layup for like
0: the storyline. <laughs> right. Cause it, Oh no, we have too many allies on the field. Oh cool. Now he gets to fight Carnage Wolverine. People yeah. are going to love this. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
1: My one complaint, and plus that's kind of a, you have to get rid of that main like defense against a threat like that in a horror book. It's like, like
0: yeah, it's like we said you have the lovable blue eyed thing and Wolverine. Like yep. these are very safe characters. Like you yeah. feel safe with them around because they're like unbeatable. Yep. But if you take Wolverine and Captain America and the Thing off the board, who gives a crap about? Not Hawkeye, only off the
1: board, but onto the side of the a Carnage, the evil, right? Yeah. Like, now you
0: have to fight against them. That that's a lot tougher. Yep. Um, I, I feel like Carnage is just like fucking around with Hawkeye this whole time. He's like, how do I shoot an arrow? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, trying to gets... put apples on someone's head. Yeah, it gets mentioned right away as Spider-Man's running away. He's like, he doesn't know how to shoot arrows. He doesn't know how to use uh adamantium claws. Oh, I like, yep. gotta run away. Yep. Somehow he knows how to throw a shield. <laughs> uh, My one complaint is actually, for as cool as that moment is, and is for as hyped as you get for like, you know, Spider-Man going against Wolverine and the thing and like all them. They actually don't get used that much.
1: Yeah, they kind of ditch them. In like terms of like, like cool
0: matchups, they're kind of like in the background, just being muscle yeah. for a lot of the the run. And Captain America gets a role because he gets to like break free for a little bit. Yeah, he's like the one. Yeah, that kind of breaks the chain. Right. Um. So that has a little bit of a role, but it, honestly, most of this book is about these like minor symbiote characters. Yeah. Who I'll introduce a little bit because um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are not familiar with a lot of these characters. I certainly wasn't. I was. Not. I know you weren't. Yeah. No. Unless you're a deep Venom reader, these are going to be some deep cuts. For for you the uh the coolest one i think a lot of them kind of went by the wayside for me but the one that stuck out for me was scorn yeah she, totally yeah she was the cool one her, her symbiote like, goes into technology so she almost has this kind of like uh the nanotech ability yeah like,
1: they, they work as like nanobots basically yeah, imagine
0: like cyborg and teen titans where he can like morph his arm into a cannon like she could do yep. that kind of shit but with a symbiote yep um which is pretty cool and she's also got kind of this like loose cannon personality which makes her fun as well um, the other ones are just kind of like army guys. If I'm being honest, pretty much. <laughs> uh, like they didn't—they weren't that memorable for me. Like one of them has like a, a symbiote dog, which I'm like, no, that's neat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that
1: was my thought too. I was just like, ah, cool. One of them is like a, an expert sniper. Who I, was... I definitely thought that was Blade at first. I was like, is this gonna be Blade? And it was like, oh no,
0: he's just got a symbiote dog. All right. Uh, one of these guys is like an expert sniper, but I don't recall
1: him ever sniping anyone later. I don't either. And like, what's the, the what's the point unless it's like a symbiote gun? And it's not it's just a dude in a symbiote shooting a gun no i think it was just a guy who was
0: a really good sniper who just happened to get a symbiote suit which yeah. fair i mean i guess it doesn't hurt i mean it, it matches with the team i yeah. guess but like it, they do have this cool moment where it's like uh he shoots the target from like a two miles away or whatever and he's like go check if i missed it's like oh cool this guy's badass yeah no forgotten later <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like the parts with because I mean, what's interesting is you do have Spider-Man in this comic, but he does kind of feel a little bit helpless. But not it doesn't mean that his role is wasted. He does kind of get to fill that role of like the everyman superhero, where he's like there with these other people. Like, what yeah. the fuck do we do? Like, I'm just some guy. Yeah, like I'm Spider-Man, but I even don't know what we do here. So he's like working with them as like peers. It's it's and, like he's sitting in the back of their pickup truck, like you know, trying to figure things out.
1: Yeah, prob- one of my favorite sequences with him is uh. When they go to like the the big meat company CEO's house and it's like a giant like exotic zoo, yeah. And like Spider Man is just like, why the fuck is there a lion and like a giraffe here? Like we need to get these things out of here. Like, right. We need to make this like our base. Like, and,
0: and that's also a big Chekhov's gun later. Oh, definitely with the, <laughs> yeah, exotic animals. Yeah, show some
1: lions and gorillas, like letting them loose into the town. Yep. Like they're coming back. Oh yeah, this
0: is specifically so we can have a symbiote gorilla. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Um. So yeah, these parts were like the the like symbiote squad are going through and kind of like trying to, like, help the Avengers are fine. I mean, I wasn't the craziest about these parts. I kind of wish that Agent Venom would have come in sooner instead of these guys.
1: Yeah, they should have focused a lot more on that. Because
0: he was instantly way more entertaining, and we actually care about him, and he's got a connection with Spider-Man and Carnage. Yeah. And it's the Venom
1: symbiote, who is Carnage's, like... uh, parent yeah it's like that arch enemy yeah it's a huge like more emotional attachment than like any of those other characters yeah any of
0: these like minor symbiote characters who like and if you want to have him here then fine why don't why not have agent venom lead this team exactly and also it's Be- weird because the part later where he comes in like, we talked about, uh, there's a part where Captain America, like, breaks free. It's mm-hmm. not really explained how, but he's Captain America, yeah, so fuck he's it. by will. Uh, <laughs> strength of American will, yeah. he breaks <laughs> free. Uh, and he gets word out, he's like, Avengers Code 3219, yeah. Alpha, this is Steve Rogers, uh, Mayday, and then calls it out and instantly goes back to being Carnage Cap. Yeah. Um, and this Mayday that he sends out, you're like, oh, cool, here comes the nukes, or here comes the backup squad. Yeah. Uh, and it's just Agent Venom, which is cool, but it's like...
1: I don't get why he was being held in reserve. I don't know if that's something that was happening in another book, or it could have been that. Or Cap knew the code to page Agent Venom, and and he maybe just assumed that'd be the best option to fight Carnage. I, I guess, but I you, guess that I feel was my like he, guess. If he,
0: I feel like you get you bring him on Team A,
1: yeah. That's a good point. Maybe he—I uh, guess he was in the Carnage your, symbiote. Your so he B didn't...
0: team should be like fucking Thor or yeah. some
1: shit. <laughs> he didn't—he didn't have any—any uh, any word in like the meeting for what they were going to do. Like your B team
0: is not like the guy you should have brought all along.
1: Yeah, (laughs) definitely not. They they definitely
0: put the cart before the horse. Um, but like I guess, and it's a cool like cavalry to come running in later in the story. Yeah, but like I don't know, there should have been another thing to sideline him. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. I'm fine with it because it's cool, but at the same time, it happens too late, and we only get. What is it? One and, An and a half issue issues. And a half, yeah. yeah, of of Agent Venom, it's not enough because no. he he's the one who gets the climactic ending against Cletus. It's yep. not Spider Man who we follow the whole book. No, it's not any of these Doverton residents who we also follow the whole book. It's, it's not it's,
1: any of the other Symbiote dudes. Yeah, well, no. actually, the only other Symbiote uh, squad member that actually kind of does something important is Scorn, where like yeah. she ends up doing some. Hack well, she Mickey. she puts
0: together this big machine, uh, this like
1: uh, thing that like yeah the, the emitter or whatever. It, but uh,
0: that's just another thing that helps them in the fight. It's not that yeah like it's cool it's more than any of the other people it, it's do. why she was memorable and she was the first one we, and only one we remembered that yeah i reading this
1: yesterday yeah i don't remember any of the other
0: names uh so like she would obviously had the most impact but it, the one who like is clearly the story was meant to be about in the end besides cletus yeah was agent thompson Yep, uh flash so i don't get why he wasn't in this sooner. that's my only complaint maybe i mean i guess they only had five issues but like, you could have easily had him come in just instead of this. You could have just
1: totally ditched those other guys, yeah, or just have it be him and Scorner. Who yeah. Who
0: gives a shit? Like, Th- sorry, Cap, I brought my own squad, yeah,
1: that'd be dope. Why not, <laughs> yeah?
0: Uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe I'm missing some context. People are screaming, like, you didn't know Agent Venom was on a- another planet helping Thor to find his keys, right? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> a high class mission. <laughs> But yeah, so like you said with the the animals, there's a part later where like um, a car gets driven through the cage and all the animals go loose. And now um, when Flash Thompson comes back, like he gets separated from his symbiote, and it's actually a cool scene because he gets to fight Cletus just both of them as they are. Yeah, and they actually both lose their legs because Cletus. I'm guessing this happened in the last mini has robot legs. Yeah, which. One of those comic book things where you're like, sure, yeah, (laughs) why not? (laughs) Uh, And so they both end up losing their legs, and they have to fight just kind of like on, on their like uh, on their bellies. And it's a really good scene where like Flash is like, because Flash doesn't slow down. Mm -hmm. Like he's trained for all of this shit. He just pulls out his knife. He's like, we're not done here. (laughs) It's like this isn't over. Yeah. Um, and so it's a really cool scene. And then like the venom symbiote being separated from him has to go and find a new host and and they go instantly to the, uh, the pen with all the animals and we get the venom gorilla. Yeah. Uh, and then all the carnage symbiotes go like, there's a carnage giraffe that the thing has to fight. And then. The final two issues are really fun. Oh, yeah. It's action-packed. I think it, it makes this uh, this mini worth it in the end when you get this uh, this cool shit at the end. But again, that's once you finally have some characters in the fight who like have stakes and have things yeah. worth winning and worth losing. Exactly. Which doesn't really happen until Flash comes in. Um, but overall, I think this is a mini worth reading. If um, I would say, I mean, if you're a Carnage fan, obviously this is probably like a must-read. There's probably not that many recommended Carnage books, but this yeah. is a good one. Um, if you like really good Clayton Crain art, pick this up you're gonna get some great shit here Some yeah good the, horror
1: shit the art alone almost yeah. makes the book worth it uh if you like horror
0: themed especially body horror kind of stuff you're gonna love this especially crate and crane helps you there too yeah um, fantastic. It's, it's a quick read i mean it's not uh, it's very uh art driven yeah um so i think i think it's worth picking up uh, I, I might go and read their, uh, their other many that they did just to see what's up with that yeah me too um uh, i will say the trope of venomizing and carnagizing the avengers It's been done a lot because I'm realizing this was done first, but I just realized over the last couple years, it's been done like 10 times. Like Donny Cates and his run did it like three times. Oh, really? (laughs) So like, it's like, guys, let's, let's do a new thing. (laughs) It's probably getting a little played out by now. So to be fair, this was first, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but anyway, we will be segueing next into the, uh, the book that we read, the book that we read, the movie that we watched (laughs) for this week, uh, which is Venom. Let there be carnage! I got it that time. Oh yeah, that time I got it. <laughs> There's no carnage at home. Um, so this movie was uh, came out last year. It is the sequel to Venom, uh, famously sung by Eminem. Yep, we... Did not get
1: a sequel song. Uh,
0: he didn't. What a disappointment! <laughs> Venom, let there be carnage. Venom, <laughs> is there he carnage?
1: He definitely could have worked something. I got carnage in my barnage. <laughs> <laughs> Your barnage. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that would have worked.
0: <laughs> Get this carnage out of my barn. <laughs> <laughs> that is where you keep it. <laughs> uh, but Yes. I think I enjoyed this movie a lot more. Because uh, the, yeah. the first one I was, I'll admit, maybe a little overly negative about. Me too. But I still, it's not a movie I'm ever going to rewatch because no. I didn't enjoy it. No. I was maybe overly harsh, but I still didn't enjoy it. This movie I enjoyed. I would rewatch this one. Oh, yeah. Like I don't think I will soon, but I think I would. Yeah. If it was on, I'll be like, hey, yeah, it's there would be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um because they A, I think Tom Hardy's in it a lot less.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true actually. <laughs> I didn't realize it until now. That might be the key reason why. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the driving force of this movie is just Cletus Cassidy and um... Cletus
0: Cassidy's absolutely the main character.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And you could argue maybe the symbiote. The symbiote's yep. also there as kind of like a foil to Cletus Cassidy almost.
1: Yeah. And then yeah, and then between him and that because a lot of this movie is just Bonnie and Clyde like murder murderers Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, where pretty Petis, much. Like yeah. has this old girlfriend named Shriek.
0: Yeah, I believe that's also a character because I think that's also a Venom themed character. Okay, um,
1: and it, which is kind of a cool. Uh, combination because her whole power is like it's basically black canary,
0: yeah. It's like a black canary screech, yeah, so, which like, is
1: what you know symbiotes aren't a fan of. So that's so. cool because
0: she just has this random ability which will turn out to be adverse to what Cletus will become, yeah. So it's a cool kind of back and forth because Cletus loves her but is as the symbiote who is like, I'll kill her, yeah, if she doesn't give a again. shit about her, yeah, yeah. So I think that's a cool dynamic because in the comics, Carnage and uh, Cletus are actually like you know, two peas in a pod, like they're always in sync because they have the same mission because they're both just yeah. like rabid killers yeah um so i, I actually kind of think it's a good a cool dynamic to have them be at odds with each other yeah because it creates a good foil to eddie and venom because eddie and venom are actually like you know uh like a couple pretty much yeah like they love each other so it's yeah. a very stark difference between those two so i think that having those two be in the same movie kind of uh, Comparing off of each other is uh, a good dynamic. For sure. That they added to this movie that didn't exist before.
1: Yeah, and the fact that, like, this is basically, like, Cletus's first intro to the symbiote. Like, if it would have been, like, Cletus had already been carnage for a while and then, like... He, he like met up with his girlfriend again that could have been a little bit more forced but it actually works extremely well in this scenario yeah,
0: yeah exactly because I I think the fact that they made him the lead character made this movie work a lot better yeah like I said for me I think because Tom Hardy got sidelined <laughs> but that's just
1: me yeah not that I even I'm like a somewhat of a Tom Hardy fan I, he's had a lot of good roles but for some reason the Eddie Brock just does not work I
0: think he's had a lot of good roles but I don't know what the most recent one has been
1: it's been a long time <laughs> it, it has been a long time I
0: think he started out as a decent actor and then I don't know what happened. Yeah. I, th- I think that he just kept getting cast as an American, which doesn't help. That's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> then he has to put on this weird voice, which I think makes him seem like this weird guy. He's like, "Uh, oh, hi, how's it going?
1: Yeah. It's kind of like a caricature
0: of an American accent in a way. And he always seems like a f- he doesn't know what the fuck planet he's on. <laughs> he always
1: looks around like, what's happening? He just looks absolutely astonished. <laughs> Eddie, you're in New York. New York, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> which is basically what he did in Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, and he only bit. said about five words, which yeah.
0: worked great. And he was not the carrying force of that movie, Not which is obviously all. Furiosa. Yeah, yeah obviously. So, <laughs> um, I don't know what's up with Tom Hardy. Yeah, I, maybe. I think it was since Dark Knight Rises, he just like. Uh, something happened. Maybe his <laughs> ego is just out of control or something. He yeah, just I mean, got you be, too
1: big. Yeah, big you of become a, head. a big
0: enough actor where you're just like, I'm just going to go out there and just do a thing. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, I'm. this is me now. Like, ooh, I'm. What this if is Eddie was process. like a super
0: weird guy who just <laughs> didn't know how to talk or like look at things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, all right, Tom, just do whatever. <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, I mean, there's some people who like love him in these movies, so oh, he's, yeah. he's got to be doing something right.
1: It's clicking with some people. Because I'm
0: not gonna say I'm the only one here who's, who knows what they're talking about, because I certainly don't. <laughs> um, so he's doing, just, yeah. he's doing something right. It's just going way over my head apparently.
1: Yeah, and like, <laughs> and I, and honestly, it kind of works for this movie just because it's like a lot less taking itself seriously, well, right. But-
0: um, except
1: for it
0: still doesn't work in the scenes where we're supposed to believe that Eddie Brock is doing this like detective work.
1: Oh yeah. Because
0: it's <laughs> hilarious because like I said, I love most of this movie, but that's because most of this movie is Cletus, um, and Shriek and Venom. Yeah. It's mostly them.
1: And it actually makes up for that like, uh, suspension and disbelief because all the detective work that gets done in this movie is Venom. <laughs> right. And, and Tom and Eddie Brock just takes the credit. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. Uh, yeah, and the police and Venom are just like we did it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which actually one of the funniest scenes in this is like uh, Eddie Brock like lays out a big canvas and he's like, "All right, time to make my draw board of like all the clues I have." And then all of a sudden, Venom takes over and he just starts like drawing this huge <laughs> map with both hands and like it looks ridiculous, but it works for the scene. And Venom
0: is the one who finds like the first clue that leads him to like the the home that Cletus grew, grew oh, up yeah. in, like,
1: which is a miraculous find. Like all it that is, is like so a, random. Yeah, it's just like a picture or like. Because Eddie goes to uh, meet with Cletus in jail, and he like tells him this poem, and then all of a sudden, like Venom sees this picture from like a Cletus's childhood that's in like a newspaper. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's that like rock in the distance he's talking about off this shoreline." And then he goes
0: to like it dot com and does a reverse search it. Yeah, a reverse uh, search it. <laughs> He wouldn't use Google because Google couldn't do this. Only no, search no, no. It. No. com can. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so he does a search it and finds it. Yep. Uh, it's only search it could. And is able to instantly find this location. Yeah. And um, it's
1: just a place where Cleet has buried a bunch of bodies and it convicts <laughs> his death penalty. But and
0: that's what I was going to say earlier. Is the, re- the reason I liked this movie is because it is mostly... Carnage, Shriek, and Venom. Yep. The part, the other parts of the movie, I still think are hilarious in a "this is so bad" kind of way. Oh yeah, because the other part of the movie is uh, Stephen Graham's cop character. Oh
1: my, I forgot about
0: that. <laughs> and and Eddie Brock, not Venom. Eddie yeah. Brock. Both doing this fucking like seven knockoff, <laughs> where they're both just like these two bumbling detectives trying to figure out the most obvious murder ever. <laughs> Eddie Brock is going to like the place where this serial killer grew up, as if no one could have found it before. Yeah, and then finds like carved onto a tree, fucking uh, Cletus Love Shriek or whatever the hell it says yeah, their initials. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, look, I found it. Like, wow, what a clue. Yeah, and Stephen Graham's like,
1: <laughs> and he's telling Stephen Graham on the phone. He's just like, yeah, that was his like girlfriend from back in the asylum. We like, already every- everyone this. already knew that what He's are like, you talking oh about? my god like, you could
0: have picked all this together already you didn't need eddie brock to go there
1: and play eight-year-old playing detective <laughs> right like i hope that was a close drive because otherwise you did that for nothing like there was no vital information you gained from that so yeah
0: so part of the movie is that it's Stephen graham's cop character and and tom hardy's eddie brock going through this fucking like seven uh v- like, zodiac ripoff yeah it's uh,
1: <laughs> Stephen graham's character astonish me because I really couldn't tell if they were actually trying to make us care about him or Uh, they
0: must have been because he gets one of like the final boss fights at the end as if he was like Valkyrie or some shit and not (laughs) only that but they
1: give him like kind of a like a cliffhanger teaser for like maybe he's the next villain. Yeah, he's like in, he's like in the hospital still alive and we're like what? Yeah, like his eyes start glowing and he says some weird thing and it's like wait, what's happening? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, literally like it's just and I could not stress enough. This is
1: some random ass cop character. The only connection is that like back in the day when Shriek and Cassidy were initially separated, this Stephen Graham Cop was a part of the that's convoy so that on. transported her, and ended up like shooting his gun off inside the truck that like made him go deaf and like that's so tacked on. Eyes. And that guy looks nothing
0: like Stephen Graham. That wasn't the flashback. <laughs> Absolutely uh, nothing. But yeah, so that's so tacked on where he's just like, uh oh, I have a backstory with this one. I shot her.
1: Yeah, I happen to be one of ten people in this truck that <laughs> were a part of this convoy, and now I'm just this beat cop. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: So and yeah, like I said, he literally is like at the end when Venom is fighting Carnage. He's fighting Shriek. He's the one who has to fight Shriek as if that should even be a fight. Just let Shriek tear him to fucking pieces. That's what (laughs) should
1: happen. It's basically just her fucking around with him and like banging his head off. Like he, I honestly, I don't know if it probably wasn't Stephen Graham, but whoever that stunt double was took a fucking beating (laughs) because she is just beating him like a rag doll on like this scaffolding in this construction. Which is hilarious. It's actually pretty funny.
0: Yeah. No, she kicks his ass, which is actually like, if that's going to happen, at least have it be realistic. (laughs) He
1: just gets the shit pissed out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty funny it would
0: have been even better if he just like puts up his fist he's like I haven't done this in a long time but here we go and then she just shrieks him to fucking smithereens yeah, he's off dead. a 24 scaffolding
1: <laughs> yeah that
0: would have been even funnier right. uh, so apparently yeah, he's a character that's so random and gets too much screen time yeah
1: it's a totally throwaway character um
0: but, so those are the parts of the movie that I don't like, Yeah, which honestly is consistent because most of the first movie was Eddie Brock, and that makes sense why I didn't like it. Yep. Uh, but the parts I do like is, like I said, these other three characters, because you get Venom, who at, w- at one point is completely separate from Eddie Brock, and we get some awesome scenes where he's just... Uh, where they're just going from person to person, like infecting different people and just getting as drunk as they possibly can yeah. <laughs> until the person just bends over puking and they have to go find another host. yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're just going off to masquerade parties, like like you said, just going like,
1: I- I'm not afraid of who I am. I'm a symbiote. Fuck yes. <laughs> Everyone in the crowd is like, y- y- yeah! yeah, sick costume, dude.
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah, so those are really good scenes. And it, it helps us later on when they actually like uh, they do rebound with Eddie where it's like, no, we are like uh, symbiotic. Yeah. We- you know we care about each other, so we can beat them because they hate each other. Yeah, exactly. So how can we not win? Yep. Uh, so it actually creates like a really cool uh, story there. And even besides like like I said, the symbiote being a much better character, like we talked about, Woody Harrelson also, and uh, I don't know the actress's name who plays Shriek, uh,
1: Naomi Harris.
0: Naomi Harris. They are both fantastic in this movie. Oh yeah,
1: they're just like a blood lusting Bonnie and Clyde the whole time. Completely
0: over the top, just like hamming it up. I love it. I love every moment of it. It's
1: great.
0: (laughs) The most underrated character, too, of this is the random priest who, oh yeah. <laughs> who inexplicably just agrees to do Cletus and Shriek's wedding. Yep. Which it doesn't look like he's a hostage. No, he's
1: he looks completely content. <laughs> it
0: looks like he was just in the church when they came in and they were like, Marry us, and he's right. Like, All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a man of God. We have this cop hostage. Is that okay? He's gonna be our witness. Sure. <laughs> and there's this giant like alien symbiote thing, he's gonna kinda be like using tentacles to keep the cop like, you know, restrained. Sure. Yeah, yeah totally
0: fine. By so- God, I have to do it. <laughs> John's completely above board. <laughs> uh, as long as uh, there's holy matrimony. <laughs> uh, and then he ends up getting killed. It's like, yeah, what did you expect, buddy? Yeah. What were you thinking? Uh, but yeah, so this movie is a stark improvement, at least in my eyes. I think yep. it's a lot more fun to watch. They have a lot more fun with the characters. There's a villain who you care about who actually drives the movie forward, Yeah, um, which I think is, to be fair, with superhero movies, a lot of the reason why I think a lot of people are skipping origin stories is because it's hard to do a compelling villain when you have all, to dedicate all this time to, ooh, I was just a normal guy. Yeah. Oh, no, now I'm not a normal guy. Let me learn all my powers. Yeah. That yeah. takes up so much time of a movie yeah. and really doesn't yeah. give you a lot of character development. It's mainly just like there because you feel like you have to explain it yeah yeah um so when you get into a th- sequel not
1: impossible to do but very difficult yeah
0: you really gotta like the th- the best way i've seen it done recently is you just do like a montage like yeah. a like a daredevil like oh no my eyes uh, oh dad taught me how to fight now i'm daredevil yeah you move on oh yeah um and you can show it later in flashbacks but you really gotta get the story going yeah um or else you're just gonna end up with venom one um yep. So, and you know, Spider-Man far fra- uh oh, Jesus. What was <laughs> Homecoming. Yep. Oh, my God. That's the one I'm one almost through one. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we're not doing Spider-Man shit for... At least a couple weeks.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I swear it off.
0: Uh, but in Homecoming, like they skipped the origin because then they were able to dedicate a lot more time to to Vulture, and they yep. were able to have Michael Keaton be a bigger part of the a movie. So it's the same similar idea. Yep. Um, I think the sequels work a lot better when you when you have to do an origin in the first one at least.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, so
0: I'm glad they saved Carnage for this one for that reason. Is we actually got to have Woody Harrelson be on here and be awesome.
1: Yep. Dude, we have forgot to talk about the best character in this movie. Oh, who's that? Don. Or Dan? Oh Dan! <laughs> we didn't even remember his name. Yeah, I. Fr- I oh my god, oh, my. Dan. Honestly, I'm still torn on whether or not like Andy Circus thought that this was gonna be like something that someone took seriously. No, uh, no, he couldn't have. No, I it, feel like no this way. movie
0: works because of Andy Circus. Andy Circus gave it the tone that it needed. I'm, oh yeah, I'm assuming. Like, I mean, he's, movies are made by a group of people. But yeah, yeah. That was the difference that I noticed initially. It was a new director. Definitely. Um.
1: Cause yeah, uh, Eddie Brock's like ex fiance is back in this movie. She kind of played a small part. Yeah, Michelle Williams'
0: character. I can't remember her name. Yeah, Uh, Anne. Anne. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and honestly, one of the weirdest, kind of funniest parts of in these in this movie is like. Uh, Anne's character the whole time, like every now and then it gets brought up when like Venom or the symbiote gets brought up mm-hmm. and she like has this weird like underlying like sexual overtone about it. Well, and I- even Dan's <laughs> like, is, are the, is the alien going to be there? Like, and I like I don't want you to be in that symbiote again. Yeah, it, it's either
0: <laughs> that or like she's like trying to seduce the symbiote, which very clearly happens in a couple parts. Oh yeah. um So it's a, a strange dynamic because... They do? I think she wants to bang Venom. I think or, so too. Or, she,
1: or being in Venom is basically like banging Venom. I mean, maybe it's definitely uh,
0: what I what I do appreciate about this movie is they do uh, actually, not very subtly, like pretty much say that Venom and and eddie are like a couple
1: yeah like they pretty sure. much
0: without saying it go right there yep
1: um yeah it's a, it's basically the same dynamic uh
0: so yeah you might be right like that might be a dynamic as well like let's bring one one more in on this yeah right. <laughs>
1: uh um, but yeah so she's got this new husband dan who mm-hmm. would and, like the first few scenes with him like you just absolutely hate him he's just stereotypical he the stereotypical other guy movie, douche, he remember. was okay like there's one scene I <laughs> how it. i remember that yeah <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: no, it's it's completely unmemorable. He, he just literally like Johnny Random guy. Yeah, he was it, just like, it's
1: the other boyfriend, the other yeah, guy. You drives hate.
0: an SUV. Per, you're purposely meant to hate him for some reason, as if this guy did anything wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, but this movie completely turns that on its head. And there's a scene in the church at the end because like they have this huge conversation. Like Eddie and Venom need help. It's like, oh well, for Symbiote, it's fire and sound. That's yeah. their only weakness. <laughs> so there's a scene during the big. This is like the big uh, like final uh like boss fight of the movie it's really boiling over at this and, point yeah between like, the
0: fight between Venom and Carnage yeah. yeah and
1: Carnage like almost has Venom like it basically has him on the ropes like close to the final blow and all of a sudden Dan is up in the church Fucking rafters Dan pouring <laughs> gasoline down and a, fl- and a torch and it's just like fire and sound fire and sound baby like, <laughs> it is the funniest scene or like shot I've ever seen in my life so
0: random cause you see fire getting poured and you're like Oh, this is some third party coming in. This is going to be badass. Who's it going to be? Yeah. Oh, it's Dan, it's Dan. <laughs> it's literally Dan. Could not be more disappointing. Fire Sam. <laughs> god,
1: it's the funniest fucking delivery. Oh my god.
0: As if we're supposed to be like, "Oh my
1: god, Dan." Dan
0: saves the did Dan! you know Dan was cool. <laughs> Dan.
1: Yeah, Dan. It actually kind of makes for a funny dynamic though cuz like leading up like obviously Venom and Eddie hate Dan. And yeah. like there's even a scene where like uh, Venom actually like uses Eddie to slap Dan like a couple times and then uh, by the end of that and, like and everything like, the last couple of scenes, Venom's, like, all buddy-buddy with Dan. He's like, see you later, Dan.
0: <laughs> good buddy. Uh, so, I, I feel like they're just in this movie because they were in the first one. Oh, yeah. And, like, you got to have those connect. Because, like, without them, really, Eddie would barely be in this movie at all. That's at all. really the only connecting tissue Eddie was given at all. And even I hated that that was in the movie. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, honestly, a lot of the scenes with um, uh, Anne and Venom are great. Like, their interactions are pretty yeah. good. But, yeah. That's like, what I mean. It's, yeah it's basically anyone
0: but eddie brock there's one common trend in all these scenes we liked try to figure Uh, out what it is (laughs) i'm really not trying to shit on tom hardy but man he we even had a positive thing to say about dan we did
1: (laughs) (laughs) dan might have been the better character in this movie
0: oh my god oh no um yeah i think that's my stance so you want to know what's great news is for those of us who have seen oh jesus what was the new Spider-Man movie called? Home? No home Way is Home. is where the home no is. No Way Home. <laughs> no Way Home. Thank you. I legitimately couldn't remember. I think it's and No And I was way about home. to yell. <laughs> uh, at the end of that movie, <laughs> the end credit scene- Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Tom Hardy at this bar that we saw him at at the end of this movie. Yeah, the Tiki Bar. Because he sees uh, Spider-Man on TV after he gets all wavy and goes to that universe. Yeah. And um, with the end credit scene of the new Spider-Man movie, he is at that same like uh, bar in Mexico- and he gets teleported back to his universe, but the symbiote, like a little squiggly symbiote, stays. Yeah. So that's fantastic news for people like us yep. who have nothing good to say about Tom Hardy. <laughs> 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 uh, so that's great, because then if this symbiote comes to the MCU, oh, yeah. there's a really good chance it might just be the symbiote.
1: Yeah, cause, which would it, be awesome. Because it doesn't it have to be Eddie. It, which I wasn't sold
0: on at first, because I was like, oh, I didn't really love the symbiote in the first movie. They were kind of weird. Like yeah. They were kind of like goofy in a way i wasn't totally on board with
1: but it just didn't match the tone like it it, it, it
0: didn't because the movie was trying to be super serious and then he was in here being like don't be a pussy yeah and i was like this is weird yeah Yeah.
1: very weird but this movie was goofy
0: (laughs) so when the symbiote comes in like yeah with a bunch of glow sticks i'm like yeah this rocks
1: (laughs) this is awesome yeah
0: um so yeah so that's the good news is yeah and that was my review of the first movie too like this movie's being held back by one tom hardy (laughs) okay who Tom Hardy didn't do the voice of the symbiote, right? No, I think that's someone completely different. It had to have been. Yeah, I'm almost... Isn't it Tony Todd? Oh, shit, maybe. I think it's Tony Todd.
1: It's taken me too long to find.
0: Uh, Let's find it, because I'm curious if I want to confirm this. Okay, so slight confusion. I just looked it up. What I was thinking of, Tony Todd was cast as Venom in Spider-Man 2, the video game coming for PS5. (laughs) Much different thing. (laughs) That's it. So to Tom Hardy's credit, after I've been dogging on him for 60 minutes... He does do the voice of the symbiote. He does. So, I don't know anymore. <laughs> He's, I'll, great, I'll be as ve- honest. He's great as Venom. We'll that, say that. I'll be honest, that one stumped me. <laughs> I, I'm stumped. i stumped. I think we could say he plays a great
1: Venom I, and plays a bad Eddie Brock. I don't know if I'm eating crow, but I'm eating a crow's foot. Oh, yeah. There's he, something in there. There's a feather in there's there. There's a taste
0: of crow in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, there's a feather. Because I, I maintain that, that Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock is bad is bad but somehow it works for venom or does it is it just the writing that carries it is the voice doing that much
1: he did get a writing credit on the second movie you are not wrong i think he actually might have did some of the venom and eddie dialogue okay so so we're getting to the heart of it here
0: yep it's not a root bad actor problem yeah no that might be part of it that's not all no no there's a role here it might be the american accent
1: (laughs) i might have nailed it immediately no, it's between that and. But just... I guess Venom's also kind of an American. But it's a different. It's a voice. It's a. No, n- now that you pointed out, it's just his whole like not haphazardness, but just like complete d- deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. At all times, at no point in, in like at any point do we see him where he looks like he does not have one like ten million thought on his mind.
0: But he also does competent things, and I just don't. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I don't believe that he's doing detective work, even though the symbiote does most of it. I don't believe that that thought even came to his head. I think he's no, sitting no, no. there going bananas, <laughs> <laughs> bananas. <laughs> he's there's not a th- head empty. No, it's, it's very empty. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> empty. <laughs> so. There's there's a different. I don't know. I'm. I'll be honest. This is a, quite a way to end this episode because yeah. I'm, I'm bamboozled. right I, now. I think we just had a revelation. I, we did because <laughs> he,
1: he, the fact that he's a writer too. I don't know. So. I mean, I think writer, I think he just kind of puts a man It might be on
0: one of it. those things where it's like, hey, I want to be a writer.
1: Yeah. Like, and I want to have some. I think input. he just gave the Who actual knows? screenplay writer a few lines and, and like a few notes, and they were just like, all right, Eddie, we'll give you a credit. Okay. Or so Tom.
0: I will retroactively take part of it back. Tom Hardy does something right in this movie, he's a great Venom. Great Venom. Bad Eddie Brock. Pet Eddie Brock. <laughs> hey, man, if you got to play two roles in a movie, not easy. It's not easy. Sometimes you knock one out of the park and you're like, what the fuck is an Eddie Brock?
1: I mean, it's not... <laughs> hasn't Tom Hardy done like three movies where he's played two different characters? I know there's at least one other one where he's like a spy dude and there's like another twin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And he's Wait, definitely done this isn't before. Isn't the other...
0: No, I think you're thinking of Chris Pine. I think those are different people. No, there's
1: definitely a Tom Hardy movie where he or he's another spy two twins. Oh, yeah, weird. for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so I mean, either way, regardless of of what the acting was, good movie. Yes, I think this one is thoroughly enjoyable despite the weird scenes where it's pretending to be Zodiac. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, the rest of it is great. Yep. Um, and so I would recommend watching this movie if you have not seen it already. Um, that is our Carnage themed episode. Uh, we got to talk about a lot of stuff today. Uh, we got to learn a lot of stuff today. Um, about certain British actors. Yes, <laughs> that was pretty much it. Uh. <laughs> Next week, uh, do we decide what we, do we want to hash this out now, or do we want to discuss this on Twitter? Do you have any ideas for what we're doing next? Do you want to do Batman? I don't. I don't want to commit to that, but we could throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: we don't have to commit to anything. we'll, or we'll see if, if we, we can, want to see if there's any wrecks we'll or t- We'll
0: take a look and see if we can find a showing that seems reasonable, and if not. Then we'll come back and do something random. That's my promise. Either that or actually next time we could do Moon Knight. It'd be a little early. True. But we could start. There's actually a lot of really good Moon Knight comics. So it's one we could bunker down with. Yeah, I've been wanting to dig into some Moon Knight. So we could dig into that for a while. So next week, check back. It's honestly both very similar. It's either going to be Batman or Moon Knight. So either way, you're getting pretty much the same book, different color costume. (laughs) So join us next time for Some Kind of Creature. Oh, yes. (laughs)